my name's Catherine Johnson. I've been published for 26, actually nearly 27 years. I've written over 20 books, all for young readers, children and young adults. But I've also written film. I wrote Bullet Boy. I've written for TV, uh, stuff like Holby City and worked with Simon Sharma. And I've written i've also written for radio and i've also written this last year a video game on a video game it wasn't you know one of the writers so there's pretty much not much kind of writing i haven't done and um it's uh been a sort of hectic career i think i've been supporting myself only by writing probably only seriously for the last 10 years um, but I've always worked and had part-time jobs in like literature development or teaching or something. Some of the books I've written include Sawbones, which won Best Historical Fiction for Young Readers, The Curious Tale of the Lady Caribou, which was shortlisted for the YA Prize, um, Freedom, which won The Little Rebels and was chosen to be the IBI International Board of Books for Young People Honour Book. My most recent books uh, are To Liberty, which is out in 2020 in July, and that's a fictionalised biography of Thomas Alexander Dumas, who is the father of Alexander Dumas, who basically wrote The Three Musketeers and The Count of Monte Cristo. They're basically all about Thomas Alexander, his fictionalised life. He was an amazing man. And the other book I've got coming out in 2020 is... Queen of Freedom, which is a fictionalised bio of Nanny of the Maroons, which so it's set in Jamaica. So the book I'm talking about today is uh, The Black Tudors by Miranda Kaufman, which is a non-fiction book that came out a couple of years ago, um, which is about uh, the lives of black British people living in the country during Tudor times. Now, it's not, I, I'm a jobbing writer, so it's very rare that I go around thinking, oh, I'll adapt that, because I, I work. If I had the time to choose a book, to adapt a book of an, on a whim, to be honest, I would probably be writing my own book or writing my own project. That's not to say I wasn't aware of the book before the TV company came to me uh, to ask if I would be interested in adapting it. So uh, the TV company is Silverprint, who make things, they make a lot of television for the BBC and ITV, including things like Shetland and also Vera and, and some historical stuff as well. So uh, I, was, I was absolutely over the moon to be asked, to be honest. I, I am a novelist, but to be honest, I haven't written a novel for coming up for four or five years now, and that's partly due to financial constraints. Um, I'm very lucky that I can still make my living as a writer. Um, so I, I'm very happy. You know, if, if a job comes my way that absolutely makes, makes my brain go ping, I'm very, very glad. And the thing about the Black Tudors, I've written historical novels for young people for a long time. I've also written stuff for the television for a long time. I mean, I wrote a whole series set in the 18th century, which was bought by Left Bank, but never made. So I, I'm very interested in writing the experience of black British people 
in the past. I mean, it's it's probably, you know, my brand, if anything, because part of it, you know, I'm mixed race. People say to me, go home. I've got nowhere to bloody go to. So, you know, that's what got me into reading history, actually, Peter Fryer, first of all, years and years ago, and discovering that people like me have been here for millennia. So, that's, I mean, that's how I knew about the book, because it came out. And it's, it's actually um, an academic book. It, it, it's, a, it's quite accessible, but it, it's, not, it's not fiction at all. It's a study. So what Miranda Kaufman does is she, she's trawled records and she's found snippets of information about people. Some there's more. I mean, John Blank is quite well known because... There's a, a, an actual painting of him, and there are letters from him to Henry VIII um, wanting a pay rise. But a lot of these people, you know, obviously with any kind of ordinary people in the past, there's nothing written about them. You know, you only get um, knowledge, really, of people with some kind of status. So she's winkled out information about uh, black people from various archives, uh, and it, it's fascinating and deserves to be known. Um, and it, this is a very different, this is not like an adapting a novel. So this is not like getting a novel and turning it into a TV series or a film. It's completely different because what we're doing is using the source material to spin fiction out of. So... Yeah, there are a couple of characters which we may be using, well, which we are using, but basically what, what we've got is a family drama set against big events, um, and the events that we've pinned it to are actually, um, in 1600, the Moroccan embassy sent a delegation because Britain had no... Britain was Protestant, it had no... All the Catholic world was against it, and Britain was looking to make allies. And there was almost a treaty, an allyship between Britain and Morocco, between Britain, a Christian country, and Morocco, a Muslim country, in 1600. So my top tips for adapting a non-fiction book for TV or film, and I just thought I did another one, which never got made, but, you know, fed and watered me for a long time which was a biography actually which we adapted very loosely which became a, a, a film script which was a lovely film anyway so the thing, the thing the thing that's hard is if that the author is still around if it's non-fiction it, or if the subject because you've really got to pick out what you feel you can go with to make good drama and real life isn't always the best kind of drama. Uh, you need to be able to bend it a little. You need, to, you need to be able to get out the truth of the story, but you need to find ways of getting at the truth of the story. Maybe, and maybe you'll have to cobble something together, but it'll have to be true. Have to, you know, that's what we're doing. Any kind of writers, we're telling the truth. Maybe with lies, but it is an emotional truth, and it is a—it's bigger than just basic truth, I think. Um, so there's that, and it's—you do have to feel 
proud of what you've done. You know, you're not going in there slashing and burning. I don't feel like that at all. I feel like any of the work that I've, where I've uh, stepped, you know, where I've used nonfiction to make a fiction of, I feel, I, I feel very proud of. Um, so it's not about explo exploiting that. It's about um, wanting to interpret that and, and loving that as well. I don't think you could do that if you didn't love it. I think it would be very hard. I mean, I think probably if you were ultra, ultra professional, you could do it. Um, I am looking to do a fiction, not one of my own. I think it's harder probably to adapt one's own book because one has to be quite brutal. What works, even if you're writing for young people, as I do, and if you write for young people rather than adults, you're always telling a story through drama and action, which I think is the parallel. But I think you do have to be quite brutal. And I do think, you know, it is a different medium. So you've got to be not precious. And I think that's I think that would be quite hard with one's own book. So that's something to think about.